They say you don't change Bitcoin, that Bitcoin changes you. And that is particularly true when it comes to price perspective. Just two weeks ago, the most we'd ever paid for a single Satoshi was at the basis of $58,321 per Bitcoin. Today, Bitcoin is $58,789 a coin, and that seems disappointingly low. This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as financial advice. All views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and or any guests that we might have from time to time. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow a particular investing strategy. Hello, you sexy sat stackers, and welcome to the latest edition of the Bitcoin Bulletin Podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 27th, 2021, and that means it is DCA Wednesday. A lot has happened in the last week. Last time we stacked, Bitcoin had just set a new all-time high of $66,999 if you pay attention to Coinbase, or $66,950 if you pay attention to Clark Moody's dashboard. Today, the price is about 12.2% lower, but still a respectable $58,679.88. We're currently at a block height of 707030 and we're still about three days away from the next difficulty adjustment. Previously, we had just had a 1% difficulty adjustment upward, and according to where you pay attention to, the next difficulty adjustment is in about three days on the 31st, and will be anywhere between 5.94% to 7.8% increase in difficulty. Presumably, as new miners have come online, as prices increased, and maybe some of those remaining miners that hadn't found a new place to plug in yet have finally finished relocating from China. Combine that with all the excitement and then seemingly bust over the ETF approval and Janet Yellen and the Biden administration's horrendous plan to tax you on unrealized capital gains, and we have been in for a wild ride. And make no mistake, do not fall into that trap of this is only going to affect the rich or this is only going to affect the top 800 wealthiest Americans. The only way they're going to know whether or not you fit in that tax bracket is they're going to make you report every single thing you hold, including your Bitcoin. And that is a slippery slope that will give them insight into every Satoshi you own. Not to mention the fact that as soon as hyperinflation occurs, which I think we pretty much all expect to, whatever their threshold is, $400,000 or higher, will be nothing if you compare that to countries like Argentina Venezuela or Zimbabwe, where you couldn't even buy a loaf of bread for that amount of their local currency once hyperinflation took hold. And as usual, whenever they try and pass a horrible piece of legislation like this, they try and ram it through as an emergency. Like, we have to pass this in the next day because if we don't, we'll never be able to get it passed in this case because Biden's going to go on foreign tour. That should be a huge red flag for you. Anytime a politician tries to rush legislation through, God only knows what other horrible crap we find in the bill later when we actually have time to sit down and read it. Just as the previous iteration of this bill kept getting worse and worse every time you had to sit down and read a new page. There should be two lessons that we've learned from the past year. The first is this is ultimately good for Bitcoin just as long as you don't give up your security, just as long as you hold your private keys. And second, remember who's trying to pull this crap. Remember who's trying to pull the wool over your eyes. 
because by the time an election finally rolls around, they're going to try and distract you with whoever's running against these people is horrible because they said this or because somebody said they did that in their past or whatever, anything to avoid debating the actual facts. And the actual facts are 2021 and the crap we're living through in this country right now with the hyperinflation that's coming, with the divisiveness that they've seen, with separating people from their loved ones, and with coming after you in every way they can think of to steal your money. So what can you do about it? Well, you can do what I'm doing about it, and hopefully that is stack more sats. And that brings us to today's dollar cost averaging episode. Today is going to be our 14th stack on this journey that we started back on July 28th. Dollar cost averaging $20 with the Satoshis every Wednesday. So far, we've stacked a total of $280 worth of Satoshis. And the reason we chose $20 is because it's not a lot of money for most people. Uh, as they say, do your own research. This is not investment advice. Pick an investment strategy that you feel comfortable with based on your personal circumstances. In this case, we're stacking $20, but you do you. If $20 is too much money for you, I think we've shown that even stacking the bare minimum goes a long way over time. But before we get too ahead of ourselves, what exactly is dollar cost averaging? Dollar cost averaging is an investment strategy where you invest your money in equal portions at regular intervals regardless of price. As we stated, we chose $20 and we chose Wednesday. But again, you pick an amount that you feel comfortable with, and as they say, never invest any money you can't afford to lose, and certainly don't invest any money that you might need right away that you will need for basic living expenses or maybe an emergency. But most importantly, dollar cost averaging is a long-term strategy. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme. You should expect to hold your Bitcoin for a long period of time. Two years, four years, ten years, maybe even longer. As they say, time in the markets beats timing the markets every time it's tried. And with that, let's get right into it. As usual, we'll be stacking today using the Cash App. As always, if you don't have Cash App, there is a referral link in the show notes. And if you click on that link and sign up for Cash App, you'll get five bucks just for following their terms and conditions. And we'll get five bucks as well, which will help the podcast out. There are cheaper ways to stack Bitcoin, but there are also certainly more expensive ways to stack. And as of this episode, Cash App will still let you withdraw your Bitcoin to your hardware wallet without paying a mining fee. So taking that into account, uh, Cash App might actually end up being your cheapest option uh, if even though you're paying that two and a quarter percent investment fee, if mining fees are particularly high, saving those mining fees can make that difference. As we repeatedly say, this is not investment advice. You stack using whatever application you feel suits you best. Either way, we're going to use Cash App because it's easy, because it's available to almost all Americans, and because uh, it's relatively simple and relatively inexpensive. As usual, I don't already have money on my Cash App, but since I have a debit card link to it, I can pretty much instantly add $20 which I'm doing right now. And then on the bottom right-hand corner is the little Bitcoin logo. So I'm going to click on that. And then I'm going to click on the buy button. And again, as I've said in every episode or in the most recent episodes, uh, Cash App will let you automate this. They'll let you choose uh, to set up a recurring purchase. They'll even let you set up a custom purchase order, like a limit order where you can uh, name a specific price and it won't make that purchase unless it hits your target price. But again, that uh, seems like there's something just more real and more authentic by manually entering a sell order to me. So I'm going to manually enter $20, click next, 
and it's going to ask me to confirm that we'll be buying at a price of $58,825.30. There is that $0.45 cent fee, so really we're buying $19.55 worth of Bitcoin for a total investment of $20. And clicking Confirm. And voila, we've just purchased an extra 33,234 Satoshis. And that's going to bring us up to a total of 569,544 Satoshis, worth $335.03. And that's not too shabby, considering we've only invested a total of $280, including those investment fees. But again, it's easy to look like a genius during a bull run. And as we've always said, dollar cost averaging is a long-term play. So we're going to keep this up until we're all either filthy stinking rich, Bitcoin crashes and goes to zero, or you just get bored and stop listening. On a side note, I apologize for whatever that clunking noise is in the background. I keep messing around with the cable here, thinking maybe I've got a loose mic cable that's bouncing around or something. I'm far enough away from the microphone and the wind and the wind guard that it shouldn't be related to my voice. Uh, but it hasn't happened before, or at least it hasn't happened before that I'm aware of. So I'm currently trying to troubleshoot that and hopefully that clunking noise has stopped or will stop shortly. So what do you think? Is it just a matter of some people taking profits? Is it a matter of people bought the rumor and sold the news as far as the ETFs are concerned? Is it Janet Yellen FUD over a looming unrealized gains tax or potential property tax? Is it just Bitcoin being Bitcoin? Or is it simply a fact that we've got lower transaction volumes? Volumes aren't that low, however. The 24-hour transaction rate is approximately 3.44 transactions per second. That is not as high as the 3.49 transactions per second last Wednesday, but it's higher than the 3.32 the Wednesday before that, or the 2.85 transactions per second a month ago. So what do you think? Be sure to let us know on Twitter at, at BTCBulletinPod, or by email at BitcoinBulletin at ProtonMail.com. Hey, if you've been enjoying this podcast and you would like to help support us, there are a number of ways you can do so. Obviously, as we mentioned, if you do have the ability to tip on Twitter and you're not already, you can follow us and we're at BTC Bulletin Pod on Twitter. Uh, so we'd appreciate the follow. And uh, if you have the ability, you can tip us there. Also, if you don't have the Cash App already and you would like to use the Cash App to add to your stack, there is a referral link in the show notes. And if you sign up for Cash App and follow their terms and conditions, but if you do so by clicking on that referral link in the show notes, uh, you'll get five bucks free and we'll get five bucks free as well just for you signing up. Another way is I've written several books, but the one that is most relevant to this podcast is Understanding Bitcoin for Noobs. And it's available at both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And obviously by purchasing any of my books, that will help support the podcast. You can also support us directly through Anchor.com, and there's a support link in the show notes. And last but not least, we also include a Base32 Bitcoin address in the show notes where you can send us Bitcoin directly if you choose to do so. And if you'd like to contact me or give us any suggestions on what you'd like about the show or what you don't like about the show, again, we're at BTC Bulletin Pod on Twitter. And you can also contact me via email at BitcoinBulletin at ProtonMail.com. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Bitcoin Bulletin Podcast, DCA Wednesday edition. As usual, thank you for listening and keep stacking those sats, you sexy sat stackers.